Kate, Mary! You binge watch your average Netflix show and you just want to talk to someone about it. We need to talk to someone we about it. We need to Louis. talk to someone about Louis. Hi, Mary. Kate, this is a bit unprecedented this for us. This is a little bit awkward and... I think we just should give a round apology to the good folk who put their heart and soul in the line in producing this episode because today I want to talk about the one episode of Bluey that really gives me the irrits. Um, you know, and I feel that we we owe it to each other to be really honest about um, our feelings on this. I don't know if you feel the same, but I really don't like the episode Asparagus. Well... I must admit, I hate any piece of culture that leaves me with more questions than answers. I like a nice, happy ending. I like it to all neatly be tied up in a bow. You know, none of these, what, who did what and what actually happened and all that kind of thing. And I have a lot of questions about uh, asparagus. Just, yeah, as soon as I saw this one, I just, I was left very confused. Okay. I felt sorry page. for Lucky's dad. Oh. And, yeah, and it's not going to encourage my kids to eat more veggies because now they just want to wave it at each other. Like, yeah, there's no winners in this episode. <laughs> it started so well with Bandit on his big manners push. Bluey, don't talk with your mouth full. And sit up straight. Don't slouch. It's bad manners. It's just bad manners. Bingo! <laughs> Because that was, to me, was just a throwback to my childhood. My dad would, not very regularly, because it always seemed very odd when it did happen, would suddenly just be like, why has everyone got their elbows on the table? Like, where did that come from? And mum never so hung up on uh, social niceties, but she would um, have similar outbursts, but it was always about our vows. Mm -hmm. And it's like sometimes... Oh suddenly decide we all sounded like bogans and you know you'd overstep the mark if she suddenly just said the rain in Spain falls mainly on the plane and um yeah it it never really improved our enunciation <laughs> but but she was trying her hardest bless her oh um you yeah my well uh we never had enunciation lessons but um yeah, definitely there were the manners pushes at yeah. different times in the dinner table. So it was like I could never work out why. And, yeah, I guess I was a bit of a questioner. Like why Why do we have to have these rules around? Okay, so you can relate to Bluey in this. Yeah, I can a little bit, but um, not to the same extent. Like, uh, yeah, I understood that there needed to be some level of niceties and, and <laughs> compliance, but not to that level. Look, so. The big win of the episode, and if the whole episode just justifies this one moment, it's when Bandit explains the need for manners. Mum, why do we have to have manners? Because we're not animals. Ah, <laughs> uh, um, irony. So that was pretty good. Our old um, friend. But yeah, while we might understand Bluey's questioning nature, I cannot understand where Chili is going with this. So What, what was she expecting to happen? Like... Bluey would turn, like, use the asparagus <coughs> and then just magically eat her vegetables. Like, surely you'd want to keep waving it around. She's just given her the most awesome toy ever. It, 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 like, I think Chili is trying to undermine Bandit, which I do like. <laughs> um, but having given 
Bluey the asparagus and Bluey turning Bandit and Bingo into animals. Yeah. Chili says, um, you know, okay, now do something for me. I still have no idea what she wanted. I'm guessing eat the broccoli. Oh, maybe. But it was weird, wasn't it? Like it just wasn't, yeah, it was clear. And I love that like all the hard work that Chili was doing to get the kids to eat their veggies was totally undermined by pig Bingo running straight to the cupboard <laughs> and getting a snout in the crisps. Like... Just yeah. Like, so I don't understand if this was all set up and yeah. you know Truman Show style. Yeah. Like, and did Bandit have a prearranged agreement with Chili that tonight we're going to try magic asparagus <laughs> game with the kids? And, like, and that obviously worded up Bingo as well. Or, yeah. Or was she just rolling with it because she's well, up to the challenge? That is true. Bingo's acting chops are there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And no doubt she was copying Mum and Dad. But yeah, I just. I just didn't understand the point of this game. <laughs> like, and, yeah, and Joe Broman himself has admitted in some interviews that he felt that the episodes that were over, like some of them that strayed into that moralising were the weaker yes. ones. okay. And I really feel that this is one of them. Um, okay. Yeah. We've got it off our chest. I just don't like it, and that's okay. Well, I mean, like, it's okay. And even when I rewatched it just now... Um, you know, like there were some highlights, there were some bits that I was sort of giggling at and it's fine, but yeah, I just, yeah, it's encouraging my kids to wave around their vegetables rather than eat them. And I don't like that. (laughs) I've never even tried to introduce asparagus at the table. It seems like a quite refined palate kind of vegetable. It's not really the normal thing that you would serve. And actually like... If you looked at the plates, like there were sprouts on there, there was broccoli and the asparagus. Like if there was a holy trinity of difficult to eat vegetables, that's probably it, right? So props to Bandit and Chili. Yeah. They're always up for a challenge. But yeah, yeah this seemed like just death-defying parenting, <laughs> just taking it to that next level. I did a bit of research on asparagus, Mary. Oh, wow. Yeah, so um, according to the the source of Wikipedia, mm-hmm. um, apparently it was purported to be an aphrodisiac. Oh. And it was first um, pictured on, in Egypt um, in a painting which dated back to 3000 B.C., and apparently Roman Epicureans froze it um, high in the Alps for the feast of Epicurus. And Emperor Augustus actually created an asparagus fleet which hauled the vegetable. Um, oh, wow. And he loved asparagus so much he actually coined the term faster than cooking asparagus for meaning I want it done really quick. Like, I want it done faster than cooking asparagus. I have never heard that said. Clearly, it's... clearly it's a phrase that has fallen out of favour but needs oh to be gosh. reviewed. Yeah, and apparently the first recipe for cooking asparagus is um, one of the oldest surviving recipe books, So, um, which was done in the 2nd century BC. Wow, that is old. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Okay. And well, French monasteries apparently kept it going until about 1538 when Britain and Germany sort of started taking notice of it. And, yeah. Look, I'm all not, very I'm interesting. It doesn't fan. explain to me still why Chile and Bandit have gone down this route, but they have. And, <laughs> man, you've got, to, you've got to give them credit. They commit to the game. They are so committed. <laughs> like, Bandit is throwing himself out of trees. Where'd they go? Whoa, it's... <laughs> oh. 
oh, man, that back of his is just not getting any better, no. is it? I don't think he can blame it on the nappies anymore. No. Like, there have been a lot of incidents since yeah. that have really just put that back back to square one. And I think maybe, like, because I'm generally not really a fan of, like, real slapstick sort of humour. Like, Adam Sandler movies and stuff always graded a little bit. Mm. Like, I'm sort of getting those sort of slapstick vibes a little bit. Yeah. I, I guess I grew up on, like, Marx Brothers, and it oh, has yeah. a very Marx Brothers kind of feel to me, just people randomly becoming animals and <laughs> the chaos ensuing. But um, I reckon one reason that this um, this storyline might have been so appealing to the whole team at Ludo is wouldn't it be an animator's dream trying to turn dogs that yeah. look like mobile phones into <laughs> like a hundred other animals? Yes. Like they've really outdone themselves because with just a few kind of lines moved here and mm. there they're pretty convincing as all the different animals they yeah. play yeah they are all really into character so it's, yeah props to the animators on this one we don't shout out to them often enough no. like always it's beautifully animated but um always, but yeah, yeah this must have taken a next level of creativity yeah, absolutely especially like i love when um the the fan comes out for the peacock tail that yeah, is that a really cool cute. moment but we need to talk about something, Mary, which are really, again, victim blaming, like Lucky's dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, it's at that point where Chili and Bingo uh, have been turned into lions by the magic asparagus. And they end up in the neighbor's yard. Right. And I just feel this this The good neighbours, we should the say. Good they're not harassing Judo and Wendy. No, they're leaving the prissy neighbours alone. And poor Lucky's dad, he's hanging out his rugby tops on the back line with um, a half moan lawn, and all of a sudden One Sunday morning as I went walking by Brisbane waters our chance to uh, What was that? Is that you, Lucky? Oh, well, I guess it's nothing. Ah! Oh, Mrs. Hiller! Oh, I don't know about this. Oh. Oh, Bunny! What do you want, Gregor? Get back in the house, you two. Sorry, Lucky's dad. No worries, Bluey. I shouldn't have let my guard down. He's getting basically, like, mauled by Chili and Bingo. Um, you were telling he's, me a little bit about Brisbane Waters, by oh, the way, he, too, which is the song that he's singing. He is. He's singing this song um, that's Morton Bay, which yeah. um, I didn't know, I must admit. Apparently it's like a classic Australian folk song. It's from the perspective of an Irish convict, which... Most of the classic Australian folk songs are, to be honest. <laughs> and I love me a bit of, you know, there was a wild colonial boy and all yeah. that kind of thing. Um, but, yeah, didn't know this one. But, but yeah, it's one of the classics. Um, includes the very uplifting line, Many a lad from downright starvation lies mouldering humbly beneath the clay um, due to the particular brutality of the uh, Patrick <laughs> Logan who was in charge of the colony of convicts up at Moreton Bay and the song ends up with him being 
uh, killed by Aboriginals and all the convicts celebrating. So it's a really <laughs> uplifting one. You managed to find that it was often sung by school children. So yeah. I don't know how much of it <laughs> was singing. Yeah. We don't hear all that from uh, Lucky's dad, but I did wonder if it was tapping into his heritage. Between, I, like, I pick up an Irish twang there in his, um, well, an Irish lilt, I should say. Yeah, see, I just hear Australian. Oh, that's yeah. funny, but, I, but perhaps I'm being biased by the fact like Lucky seems a very Irish name as well, so he's called his kid Lucky. <laughs> That's true. I guess the clover as well being Ireland's national emblem yeah. as well. But it's the the person who wrote um, the original poem, which became the Morton Bay song, was called Frank the Poet or Francis McNamara. Apparently he was a convict um, from County Tipperary in oh, Ireland. Okay, so. so if there is an Irish vibe, it might be because of that bit of heritage as well apparently he was um often absconded and received an extended sentence including (laughs) floggings and was sent to port arthur um but then now he's a lauded poet and um because his uh, work basically showed stuff from a convict's point of view so his work is (laughs) like convict made good (laughs) (laughs) don't we all love a convict made good yeah, and apparently he was, like, really celebrated after his death and his works in some of um, the most uh, hallowed halls in Australian history. Right. So there you well, go. Perhaps if we see Lucky's dad singing, like, It's a Long Way to Tipperary in season <laughs> two or something, we'll know for sure. But, yeah, there's definitely a bit In the meantime, of... yeah, the jury's out. But, yeah, I just thought, like, that bit where he's like, oh, I shouldn't have let my guard down. <laughs> like... If you can't hang out your washing in your own backyard, I know, and while singing John Denver inspired <laughs> folk ballad, you know, like, um, yeah, I, I feel like his safety, he probably not his fault. No, absolutely not. And yeah, fair enough, play a game, but keep it in your own backyard, you know, don't be mauling the neighbours on a, on a whim. Like, I think it's a testament to what a good neighbour he is. He is a really quality neighbour, like, yeah. Yeah, good keepy-uppy skills. I hope yeah. you see more of him in season two. Yeah, I do too, actually. I quite like Lucky's dad. So, anyway, Bluey ends up wrestling everyone back inside the house somehow. Yeah. Including the walrus, which, as we can imagine, would be quite difficult. But then there's this moment where Bingo eats the magic asparagus. And yeah. it's a real Edvard Munch scream sort of close-up. <laughs> So you you say Edvard Munch, I say Kid from Home Alone. And I think that sums up the the yin and the yang of our relationship. We are we both. I think everyone knows what we mean between those two analogies. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know the magic asparagus has got. I love that Bingo just ate the veggies without question. So it's like, do they even need this game in the first place? Yeah. Is this whole thing just a ruse to try and teach Bluey some sort of lesson well she does learn the lesson she's gone from no more rules to you know rules are important and that's why we have them kind of thing but i don't know it's oh, just yeah just yeah I, if i had that power i would not have learned that lesson i think that's my big takeaway <laughs> i am not as compliant as bluey clearly yeah i i do like the line Come on, bird bingo. It's hard to get a walrus to sit at the dinner table. <laughs> I mean, what's harder to get a, to sit at the dinner fa- table, Mayor? A walrus or a two-year-old? Yeah, well, that's true. But 
We haven't managed. We haven't tried using a belt or um, skipping rope to keep the two-year-old at the table, but perhaps we should investigate it. Oh, I think that would be even more unsuccessful, to be honest. It's sort of like as soon as they get wind that you really want them to do something, that's when the game's over. Like you know, absolutely. It's so much more fun when they're little and they can be restrained. Mm -hmm. Yep. High cheers for the win. (laughs) I did wonder um, as Bluey finally gets the game finished and dad wonders what's going on and bluey just turns on her super manners charm make sure you i finished my vegetables father i shall now excuse myself to go tidy the kitchen pip pip whether she's been watching mary poppins like she's got a very british like father i will put my plate in the sink like in the kitchen now yeah pip, pip. why do we associate manners with british <laughs> yeah i don't know it's weird because yeah there's some really rude english people like <laughs> having lived yes. there for quite a long time um like those oasis guys oh yeah <laughs> wayne rooney um yeah, Theresa May. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, there's just um, a litany of examples of. But yeah, I don't know. Is this a. I suppose uh, the Queen's English is considered like, um, as you were saying, you know, the rain in Spain falls mainly on the plane. You yeah. know, it is considered to be in some ways the benchmark of propriety and goodness. Politeness, in, yeah. Yeah, you know, finishing schools and all that sort of stuff are generally British. And Perhaps this whole episode is just a commentary on our convict um, present <laughs> and our, um, yeah, our polite English past. I don't know. I'm clutching at straws here, but I really still just don't know what it's about I and I want to know. <laughs> just don't like it i just don't like it i feel like bingo talking about um sorry bluey talking about asparagus when i say it but i just i'm not a fan and i'm not going to apologize for that we've been uh pretty pretty um, pretty, complimentary up until now very liberal with our bluey praise (laughs) which i love you know i'm a fan i'm a huge fan but you know i'm just saying you know all the episodes are like if they were averaging 10 out of 10 this one to me is like a six and a half like, yeah yeah it's just I think yeah. that's fair I think I could bump it up to a seven and a half if they just gave me some show notes explaining <laughs> what is going on <laughs> and even then at the end when bingo just randomly yells out something and bandits off again like I'm just like really like surely it's late by now yeah it's dark that's outside. true like uh, I think aren't they exhausted Perhaps, and this is a bit of an out there theory, perhaps this episode is just for kids because, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I think it's the parents in us that just can't see past delaying bedtime, (laughs) mucking around at the dinner table, (laughs) what a bandit and chili on about, like (laughs) harassing the neighbours, yeah. (laughs) So, yes, I think if we've learnt anything from this episode, it's that we're definitely on team parents yeah <laughs> and we're not going to be playing asparagus anytime soon oh my god asparagus <laughs> is basically never ever going to be served <laughs> in my house just because i know we'll, we'll pick it up and start waving it around at us expecting us to suddenly magically become walruses it'd make his day <laughs> it would make his day but it would also mean that dinner time is yeah, no. More hellish than usual. Perhaps no it's just that we already have that. fairly hellish dinner time. Yeah, I know. Um, um, well, I think we've roasted that 
we've roasted that asparagus. We have yeah. roasted the asparagus and pretty comprehensively. Again, sorry, Ludo, and you know we love you guys, but it's just not <laughs> it's just not up there for you. But maybe it is up there for you. Maybe we've got this completely wrong. So please tell us your thoughts on asparagus. Or are there any other episodes of Bluey which, you know, make your eye twitch in uncomfortable ways? Um, you can find us on Instagram at BlueyPod. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Bluey Podcast. You can email us at BlueyPod at gmail.com and we're on all the great places that you get your podcasts. So keep listening. I'm sure we'll be back to you know 10 out of 10s next week totally back to 10 <laughs> out of 10s next week i'm sure but yeah it had to be done at some point it's got to be done in it, fact it has <laughs> got to be done i'm glad this one's out of the way we never have to watch asparagus ever again mayor and yeah <laughs> see you next week got to be done now third one is don't eat the next door neighbors that's a really important one Hey, where's Daddy Walrus? <gasps>